Hey, I'm Karen Cubides, a music-obsessed entrepreneur and educator who calls Music City home. My career started in Boston, where I found my real passion, working behind the scenes in the music industry. I've had the honor of working with elite performers and educators. Consider this your go-to guide for all things healthy, wealthy, and wise. So get comfy, because we're about to uncover some surefire ways to transform not only your career, but also your life. This is the Musician's Guide Podcast. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide Podcast. My name is Karen and I am your host. I am sitting here today on a beautiful September day with podcast favorite, Jen. (laughs) Welcome, Jen. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited for like the fall vibes and the fall energy. Um, I missed everybody last week on the podcast and I'm just so grateful. Um, we had an amazing spike in our numbers and it's just so fun to see that more people are finding the podcast and I'm just so grateful and humbled and honored and all the things, um, <laughs> that people keep, um, you know, coming back and, and enjoying the podcast. That's awesome. Very cool. What are you most excited about for fall? Um, honestly the fashion, um, I'm excited and not like in a pejorative way, but like to just cover up and wear like more sweaters and more stuff. I already, so for her birthday, my present this year was going to be that we were going to go on like a shopping spree. I wasn't gonna buy all the clothes, but we're like the time to be able to build a wardrobe and like do this capsule and like buy a couple of her pieces. And I already did a Pinterest board for like fall clothes for you that I think are going to be really cool. Yes. And I'm really excited. Oh my gosh. You guys, Jen is like the everything in my life. And every time you come up with a new scale, I'm like, damn it. It's a business. (laughs) You're like enough. No more. (laughs) What was the example? I think last week we were talking about, oh, so we went out to dinner for Karen's birthday. And, you know, we were talking about the business casually because it just comes up and we're so passionate about it. So it's great. And Nick was kind of just like, yeah, you know, like you're just like one really busy Starbucks all the time. And I was like, yeah, OK, let me one up you. She's like a busy Starbucks. But then all of a sudden, halfway through the rush, she'll be like, actually, guys, we're selling hot dogs now. And then everybody's like, I want a hot dog. And then it just snowballs from there. And it's like, yeah, let's collab with Costco. <laughs> it just <laughs> becomes this like hot mess hodgepodge, but in like the best way possible. Yeah, so, it's yeah. true. I literally can't help it. But I'm excited excited to like rein it in um for those of you that follow us on social we've launched products officially we're so excited for our notepad which i've spent a few years developing and i'm, I'm really really proud of it um and we're of course trying to keep everything accessible um and beautiful we also have a limited edition mug for the podcast so the reason it's limited edition is because for those of you that are not familiarized with merchandising It is a giant pain to ship a mug and Mm -hmm. there's lots of varieties. Like not everything's the same, no matter if you print it the same, like there's just a lot of extra stuff in there. So we printed a handful for those OG folks that are like really into mugs. It's super nice and cozy and it was designed by um, one of our team members, Andy. Um, But for the holiday season, we have some amazing stuff. And because my team and Jen are amazing, it's already designed and ready to go. We're just trying to figure it out so starbucks is getting pizza now Jen. <laughs> i love that for us i'm like oh okay just casually nodding as i chaotically brought my own mug from my home <laughs> um anyway so for today's episode um i've been thinking a lot based on y'all's feedback and you know going back and looking at the data like what you guys really enjoy and that sort of stuff and i wanted to create this new series and I am relying on, on y'all, the audience, to let us know if you love this. I was telling Jen before we hit record, I'm like, this could all like be amazing or like weird. Um, so we're going to pilot it today with one of mm-hmm. our favorite people. So this series is going to call, be called, I don't know, three things, five things, 10 things, whatever um, that I learned from working with um, any of my incredible clients. 
Uh, so for today's episode, we're going to feature one of the OG's most amazing favorite human on earth. Three things we learned from working with Jeremy Wilson. Mm-hmm. Love it. I feel like we need a sound effect. Like not all, all I thought of was like law and order, like dun dun. But no, that's not. It's supposed to be more upbeat than that. Like, woo. Yeah. One of my favorite podcasts um, that's about like pop culture uh, that sits something together for their Patreon had all these sound effects to kind of share that it was different episodes kind of pieced together and yeah. some of them were like woo girls and slaps and claps and laughs I was like this is distracting but also like amazing so oh we might consider um adting some of that or we can have like little trombone music interludes I love that yes nerd absolutely. nerd so going through it do you want to go and say the first one yeah so we'll do it how about this to not be weird we'll do it interview style so I'll ask you more questions and kind of dive into the three things that we outlined and then from there kind of go for it so yeah. what's the first thing you learned from working with Jeremy Wilson? Um, let's just say Jeremy. I, let's stop with the last I name. I know. I feel like we Jeremy. We say it because we love him and he's so fancy. Like Jeremy yes. Wilson. <laughs> like you can't just. Do you know Jeremy Wilson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even though you guys, we've worked with him for like, what, five, six years? I don't even know. What is time? It's still the same. Like, oh my gosh, it's Jeremy Wilson. So we'll just call yeah. him Jeremy for now. Or Jer Bear. Okay. I'm sure if he listens back, he's going to be horrified. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Okay. So first thing that I learned from him is you have to make sure that your heart is in everything that you do and that you are kind to every single human ever. Mm-hmm. And not that we didn't know this, because um, duh, but just watching him really like execute all of his projects, all of his visions, um, go do all the master classes, all the teaching, all the performing, um, collaborating with like Aries Quartet and all sorts of projects, um, just really seeing how not only does he wear his heart on his sleeve, but there's just so much passion and, and love and, and excitement around his art and anything he does. But there's also like an insane degree of kindness. Like if any of you have ever met him in person, he makes you feel so important. He's yes. like listening to you. He's there. He's connected with you. Um, he kind of like imagines that everybody has a sign that says make me feel important. And he does that so, so well. Um, and I feel that, of course, not only is he an incredible musician and creative, um, the, what I think makes him world class is that ability to make people feel special because there's more room for um, collaboration and and, and fandom, really. And, and that's mm-hmm. what really kind of helps spread the word. Yeah, I agree. Do you want to expand a little bit more on making sure your heart is in everything that you do? So how does that how is that reflected in his work? And then I'll also say my opinions, too, about what you just said, because it was so good. And I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, I would say like everything we've ever done, like whether it's his albums or the body, mind, spirit workshop, or just building his brand on social media. I feel like a lot of people forget that, you know, yeah, even though he was former Vienna and his current, you know, amazing professor at Vanderbilt, like, you know, there was a, a gap in time and, you know, just like in the music space, we all know those folks that are the best musicians you've never heard of kind of thing. And I think that he was in one of those moments where there was that fear of the former, which he talks about openly at Body, Mind, Spirit, and like the current reality of, of having chosen education. And I think like what is so inspiring to me is that, you know, he was at arguably what most people would consider the top of his game being in like one of the best orchestras in the world, but he still followed his heart and his heart mm-hmm. was in education. And he, to me, is really breaking the stigma slash generational curse bullshit of like those that can't do teach because that's obviously not the case. Mm -hmm. And I think the fact that he he chose 
maybe the path less traveled or maybe the path that nobody thought he should travel on and and did it with so much love and and whatever has given him the opportunity to to have the position and, and the cloud and influence he has now and i think that so many of us could very easily stay in what we think other people think we need to do or what society tells you you need to do or maybe what financially you know makes more sense even if you're dying inside yeah how has that impacted your life how like how have you changed your own routine schematics business to kind of apply that yeah um it's given me the perspective that the minute something is not feeling great or really in alignment with my values or honestly if it's if it's costing me my peace it's just not worth it um so i've been able to kind of shift and pivot as a result of realizing that you know by his example, I guess, and inspiration of like leaving arguably a world stage Mm -hmm. to go do something that actually fulfilled him. And that actually has helped me. And I've talked about this on the podcast before, get rid of that prestige element of like, I just want to be in proximity to all the fancy famous people. And that's going to give me prestige, but it just, it doesn't, It's, Mm -hmm. it's really about you and what you do and not so much who you're with or, or how fancy you're perceived to be. Yeah. I love that so much. Very yeah. cool. And my perspective that I was going to say earlier about, you know, just being kind to everyone and, and having your heart be in everything that you do. I've seen him interact, you know, like just one-on-one with me in a group setting, all of those different scenarios. And I can just see as like an educator myself, the way that he kind of spreads his love through education and just like making sure that people feel seen and heard similar to what you were saying and kind of just echoing all of that. That's a skill. And I don't think that people realize that and where it's like, the way that someone makes you feel what is it in the past I've I've said this on the podcast where it's like at the end of the day people are going to talk about you when they get home to their significant others to their friends to their dogs whatever it is and they're either going to see you in a positive light or it's going to be like man like this person made me feel this way and it's negative you can't please everyone and that's okay but the idea that like you made a difference you asked you know how's your day going just made an effort to make that person feel special I think is really neat and it's cool especially to like at the height of where he is and just in his career and all the things that he's accomplished still having that element of kindness really makes it not that it's surprising but it makes him that much more special or that much more like you want to be in his space that much more like you want to be more like him if that makes sense oh my gosh one of my favorite Jer Bear and Jen memories is we went to pick up I think CDs at his house yeah we had just gotten out of the Jeep Franklin uh, so Franklin Tennessee is where he lives and we were picking up Jen's new car the Jeep yeah um, because it happened to be at the Franklin dealership whatever and we were so close to his house we're like oh let's just swing by and grab these CDs together and we went and he was more excited about your car than I was actually you were both just like yeah. your little Enneagram two hearts were just so yep. excited for each other I'm so proud of you I'm like thank you so much yeah. <laughs> it's like a great crying fest um but yeah that that's just who he is yeah okay so do you want to go on to the next one yeah so the next thing that I've learned from working with Jeremy is how to be a great collaborator um and this feels like such a broad thing but I think it's really important and it's actually a skill to be able to discuss your vision with people, um, to be able to go from having an idea to creating a concept to executing it. And I think that a great example of this um, was Body, Mind, Spirit workshops, and Mm -hmm. they were incredibly successful. And of course, the content's amazing. Of course, Jeremy's you know famous and has a big draw, but I think the opportunity to be open to you know, conversations around what comes next. So 
bef- like this was a method this is a method that he invented and I was just blown away when I heard it and I was like this could be like a workshop and of course we weren't like banking on the pandemic or anything like that but it just kind of ended up working out and mm-hmm. it was really cool to to go from like hey we should make this a workshop to like okay what does that look like I don't know let's try this and then just like both of us kind of mapping it out and figuring out doing it and then in hindsight realizing like wow this content really made a difference in a very difficult time mm-hmm. in our world and I think that unfortunately and fortunately I've had the opportunity to work with incredibly difficult people and it makes me so sad to see like how much of the world is robbed of amazing brilliance because some of these incredible creatives have insane egos and it was so cool to to kind of learn that dance of like and it doesn't mean that Jeremy and I agree in everything because we don't um I would say it was about 50 50 and it was really cool too to balance our different personality styles but at the end of the day it was about the material it was about music it was about others Mm -hmm. it wasn't about us and I think that that made the long nights and the big ass learning curves and you know all of that (laughs) that much more worth it spreadsheets oh god yeah (laughs) jeez um but yeah I, I I really do not take that for granted because it's rare it's rare to find ways to collaborate with people in a way where it just feels like such a dream scenario yeah what about beyond serving others when you've collaborated on projects that he's been the main focus of how has that gone because it's different I feel like when people approach collaborating it's it's two different things like when you're building someone's brand or someone's website or even taking their pictures it's about them so Mm -hmm. it's figuring out how to best trust the creative that you hired to do that and also the subject and what they want and respecting that so how has that come through with Jeremy yeah well the cool part about working with Jeremy is that he really trusted me from the beginning, but also let me explore. Like a lot of the ways that we've built KCA has actually been around him because we didn't have a video component until he needed video. And that really gave me the opportunity to learn what that even meant and the hot mess that it is. The same thing with photography. Like we had always done photography, but not in the ways that he was needing the photography. So that really... It was a huge like learning opportunity, I think, to collaborate in that way when it came to him. But then also uh, there was a respect from the beginning. And I think that just goes back to like kindness and um, openness yeah. where there there wasn't an age thing. There wasn't a, I don't know, I don't trust or I'm insecure in my own shit. Also, Jeremy's done extensive therapy mm-hmm. and is an incredibly self-aware person. So there was always just that fine line of like, I like or I don't like or can we try this instead? And we've always had what I imagine to be like a dream chamber music scenario where somebody says like in a photography setting, can we try this pose? And it's like, sure, let's try it. It could be an amazing pose or it could be a terrible one, but we're going to try it anyway. And I think that there never has been, in my experience working with him, like that desperation to control it to the point where we don't try new things. And I think that that's what's made it really successful. And I think we've done three to four different types of photo shoots. I've shot his studio and all that. Um, And it, gives us a great chance to to make it better each time because there's room for for improvement and also because of the collaboration yeah i agree that's very cool yeah um what about you you assisted in his most recent shoot i think he's great i like i like the idea like when we collaborate with him every time it's it always feels like we're building something together it never feels like this is subject this is a creative this is the direction like it always just feels like we're creating something that's going to that is a need like you were mentioning within the community that is something that's going to be new that's I don't know it just like it's 
always done with kindness, like you were saying. I feel like a beauty pageant queen answering a question. <laughs> it's always done with kindness. Let me go back, backtrack. It's always done with kindness, so it never feels like work. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So the collaboration element of it always just feels very, you know, empathetic, like you said, with extensive therapy. Just the language and the verbiage of it really makes a difference. Because I've had the opportunity, obviously, working with you to work with other creatives where it's like, no, this needs to change. Like, there is no please, there is no thank you, there is no even just acknowledgement of you're being difficult it's more of like this is this way and this is the other way and you're just like oh I'm sorry I didn't realize you were an expert in this field that's awesome right so it's yeah it's always met with like sometimes very defensive um characteristics or very defensive attitudes just because it comes from a place of insecurity you know it's not about you all that stuff but when it comes to him it doesn't ever feel that way which is nice so even though we did I think it was like a what four hour photo shoot with him it was just three yeah yeah it was just fun yeah which is yeah cool. I think that that's great and and I like what you said about the feedback too and I think that just goes back to like educators ruling the world in that um anytime there has been feedback there's been like he's gone out of his way to be like this isn't like a bad thing I just want to make sure that I'm not this is like, a good place to start is very different than saying yeah this is awful right yeah like <laughs> get a grip you know <laughs> Yes. And in case anyone here is listening and being like, do people really talk that way? Yes. Absolutely. We have a Patreon for y'all on the subject, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Buckle in. Do you want to go into the last one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is the last thing that you learned or the third thing that you learned working with Jeremy? Yeah. So the third, and by the way, this is really hard to narrow down to three things, but we're just keeping it easy. So three things, the, the final thing, um, and I think the most impactful one is that it is possible to be a well-rounded person. And also be really good at what you do. And go for those of you familiar with like body, mind, spirit workshops and stuff like that, we discovered early on that it is possible to be an incredible musician and a wildly unhealthy person and that those aren't necessarily mutually exclusive. However, for me, and I would say especially as a woman, woman of color, it has felt impossible to be a well-rounded person. I've felt like I either have to pick between being really good at my job or having a great balanced life or having friendships or, you know, potentially in the future, having a family or insert whatever. Um, and it's been really awesome to watch Jeremy integrate his kids and all his stuff and, and to just kind of navigate that balance. Of course, he has an incredible partner. His wife, Christy, is amazing. Shout out to Christy. Um, but it's really awesome to just watch them navigate all of that together. Um, and and for Jeremy to still be able to have other interests outside of what he does. And I think that he really showed me through the years of working with him that it is possible to have your professional identity and your personal identity be separate and actually have like healthy boundaries. Yeah. I like that he's not just a musician. And that's the one thing that I like harp on all the time where it's like musician and playing music is just something that you do, not who you are. So I think the fact that we're able to see him in the light of like he is a husband, he's a father, he's a... um now a dog dad now <laughs> you know teaches at Vanderbilt all these different things is is really nice and I think too I like that he's always transparent about it too like a lot of people are like you know something tragic could have happened and you're not answering your email for like three or four days and then people are really just upset about it and just like how dare you per my last email but he's very transparent about being like hey actually <clears throat> excuse me I'm going through this like difficult time 
I'll be back in the office X, Y, and Z, like thoughts and prayers. You know what I mean? And then everyone's kind of just wraps around that as a community and is able to say like, oh, I'm so sorry, like best wishes and send actual positivity towards him. And I think being able to be that vulnerable and be that transparent while still being demanded a lot of or just like work or anything like that is really cool. And it's neat Mm -hmm. because it creates, again, that element of being a person and being a human. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it's important to, 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 to watch, I mean, if you go back and, and look at his career, like it hasn't always been that way. And I think that that's the cool part that in music and in the work that we do as creatives, like you've never like arrived. And I think that anytime you hit that ceiling of, um, what was it? I was recording a podcast with, um, Marianne yesterday and this really made me think of it. There's this thing called the threshold of incompetence. And it doesn't sound as, as dire as, as the words actually sound. It's more of like you've reached the ceiling of where things could improve and get better. Like you've hit that that wall of like, oh man, I can't get that thing that's going to take me to that next level. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because that thing that, in my opinion, brought Jeremy to the next level was figuring out his personal stuff mm-hmm. and was that personal development piece where it was never a question of whether the musicianship could get to that next level, but it was always a, a question of like, would he enjoy it? And would it be something that was sustainable? And mm-hmm. did this make sense? And, you know, we constantly talk about stuff like that. And it's like, well, there's a reason why Body, Mind, Spirit hasn't continued in the format that it existed, because we are reevaluating it to make it in a way that is sustainable and can still bring joy and be just as effective. So that personal, the health side the mental health side is paramount to be able to perform at a world-class level. Mm -hmm. And I think that really being able to see that and, you know, try and emulate that has been a a huge blessing for me. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. This is such a wholesome episode. I I hope it came across that way. (laughs) Or just a creepy Jeremy club. I don't know. (laughs) Jimmy Wilson. Wilson. (laughs) Anyway, thanks y'all for listening. Um, If this was helpful, Again, we've worked with all sorts of fancy people and we'd love to share. Um, if this is helpful, let us know. Um, if not, also let us know. Um, mm-hmm. And thanks for being here. Uh, feel free to join us on the Patreon for more exclusive content and just fun times, fun videos. And um, we'll talk to you all soon. Bye.